from the Gospel of Mark. On leaving the synagogue, Jesus entered the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. Simon's mother-in-law lay sick with a fever. They immediately told him about her. He approached, grasped her hand, and helped her up. Then the fever left her, and she waited on them. When it was evening, after sunset, they brought to him all who were ill or possessed by demons. The whole town was gathered at the door. He cured many who were sick with various diseases, and he drove out many demons, not permitting them to speak because they knew him. Rising very early before dawn, he left and went off to a deserted place where he prayed. Simon and those who were with him pursued him, and on finding him said, Everyone is looking for you. He told them, Let us go on to the nearby villages, that I may preach there also. For this purpose have I come. So he went into their synagogues, preaching and driving out demons throughout the whole of Galilee. It's really beautiful to see today in in the gospel Jesus' humanity, to see him alongside two of his friends um, on the way to go and meet another two, Simon and Andrew. Just an ordinary daily encounter made beautiful by Jesus's presence, as as it should be for us, you know, going to see a friend when, when we are able, cooking together, spending time together, enjoying each other in Christ's presence. And this, this truly here is a change in perspective. And let's just think on this a minute. We, we know that Jesus is with us. We know it as a concept. We've heard it so often where two or three are gathered in my name. But how often do we actually stop and recognize him here with us? Not just near me, but in me. From the day of our baptism, the Trinity abides within us. It's exceptionally beautiful. So what does, what does Jesus do? He operates, he moves, he, he, he does things for us. We recognize him in us, and then he operates in and through us and for us. So he goes to, to Simon and Andrew's house, and there was Simon's mother-in-law, who was in bed, sick with a fever. They told Jesus immediately. How, how beautiful, no, to think of these friends of Jesus, that as soon as he walks in, tell him immediately that Simon's mother-in-law is ill. They aren't afraid to let Jesus into their daily life, into her illness. And what better example of intercessory prayer? You know, they've They've told Jesus of their loved one, of Simon's loved one, who is in need. And the immediacy with which they speak is incredible. They do not hide her illness, but they share it with the Lord. They share that which weighs on their hearts. They desire her healing. And Jesus goes to her. He takes her by the hand. He grasps her hand. He helps her to sit up, to get up. Then the fever leaves her, and she serves them, waits on them. I'd like to look at this phrase a little bit more closely. When he goes and takes her hand and lifts and brings her up, she still has the fever. 
you know, Jesus didn't walk in there, heal her of the fever, and then help her and get up, and then she waits on them. But he goes in, takes her hand, has her rise, and then the fever leaves. And the verb to rise in in the original Greek text is egero, which is the same verb that was used in the resurrection. So, you know, when the women go to the tomb to find Jesus, and then the angels ask them, you know, who are you looking for? Jesus is not here. He has risen. The word risen, it's the same verb um, found in today's gospel when Jesus helps Simon's mother-in-law rise. So what, what does Jesus do here then? You know, I'd like to think that first he, he resurrects her. He brings her back to life. And you might say, well, she wasn't dead. <laughs> she just had a fever, you know. What does he resurrect her from? Perhaps from, from all that her illness provoked in her. Or if all that even in us today with, with COVID and all of its consequences provoke in us. Discouragement, loss of hope, sadness, fear, solitude, discomfort, both physical and psychological. You know, if we think of a time when we were sick, did we not fall prey to the same things, perhaps? Not just physically, but a heaviness on our soul, on our mind, that perhaps brought us further than any physical illness we were actually suffering. So first, Jesus brings her back to life in this sense, ridding her of all that ailed her soul, her spirit, of all that kept her far from him, truly. If we allow him in, he rids us of these internal ailments so that the fever can then pass from us. He gives her life back from the inside out. He gives her back the motivation, the desire, and the energy to live and then to serve, to wait on them. In fact, she immediately gets up and and waits on them in their needs. She found the will and the energy to do so. So today with this gospel passage, let us reflect on how Jesus wants to enter into our daily life. What is it about my my day-to-day that perhaps I don't share with him with the immediacy that these these men did. You know, how did Jesus wants to enter into my daily life. He, the Lord with whom we can speak of our friends and their ailments, interceding for them. The one who heals us from the discouragement or lack of hope that we sometimes feel. And who gives us the strength and the desire to serve him and all of his people. God bless.